Welcome or welcome back to another episode of the For the Healthy Health Podcast. Where we talk about conscious living, self-awareness, and everything in between. I'm your host, Ree. I'm your host, Sunset Tim. <laughs> Thank you for joining us and allowing us to be a part of your journey. They weren't expecting that Sunset Tim voice. <laughs> we missed you last. We missed you last yeah. week. Was that last yeah, week? Yeah, it was last week. Yeah, we missed you. How are you? How have you been? I am good. I am alive. I am well. I am hydrated, baby. I'm all of that. You hydrated? I am. I am. You are. The pineapple. I've been doing the pineapple juice in the morning. Oh, the one I got you. Either pineapple juice or a beet juice dinner, like every other day. Yeah. It, it's been it's been doing numbers for me. Good. Um, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. New album on the way. New album on the way. Just sent it in to my boy. He'll be back in a couple weeks. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, how you been? I've been great. I we doing a podcast a lot later in the day, but I had a great morning. Mm-hmm. I went to the park at six thirty a.m. and it was amazing. I didn't want to leave. It was like a five D experience. Okay, that is a five D. Like you know, they were like three D, four. Yeah, I get, I get what you five D don't exist, does it? The fuck if I know. Yeah, no, I'm 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 not the right person to ask, but it was yeah. a really, it was a great experience. Like I felt it, yeah, deeply. I feel that for you. Do you? Yeah, I, I do. I do. You seem very cerebral right now. Thank you. And how y'all doing from the cubes? Did you ask them about? Did you say that last time? I didn't even ask them how they was doing. Damn rudeness. I mean, whenever I do the podcast. Dang, because before you came back, I did used to ask them how they was doing. And I remember the first episode back, you, you didn't ask them how they was doing. I was like, I know you knew here. No, so I don't believe that. Yes, that's true. Because I was, I thought that it was something that we started with the both of us. But it it's was. not. It was me being very considerate about everybody else. But I did. I messed up and I did not ask them how they were doing last week. So um, this is. This is me asking. We deeply apologize. And some of y'all did see them work fits in, and I was I was yes, very proud of y'all. Did. Y'all be fly as fuck at work. They do. Yes, and it was some of them was was the fits wasn't funny, but like people in the background was kind of funny on one of them. It was something like that. I can't remember which oh, picture it was. Remember. It was something though. I can't remember who sent it in, but one of them had me holler though. But that was hilarious though. So if y'all I don't know, I don't even know what you're talking about. It was one. I may have been just an inside joke for me. I maybe not even told you. Maybe not. Yeah, but send the work picks in. Keep them in. Keep them coming in. What y'all looking like at the cubes? Let us know. But um, with that out the way, what are we rapping about? So today, as you can tell by the title of the podcast, we're talking about how to be human. And this was inspired by, there's a Instagram account called How to Be a Lady, or How to Be a Woman on the Internet. And I seen them post how to unplug and it was like scratched out then it said how to be human because I guess the post was supposed to be about how to be how to unplug but it ended up being about how to be human and then I kind of read that post it's like um it was like an article and I got introduced to the book called Tuesdays with Maury which was an amazing book which I read like months ago um but yeah today we're talking about how to be more human okay what is what does that look like to you? Like being more human, what does that mean to you? Uh, it it could mean so many different things. 
so many different things. But one of the things I think about the most is like just feeling the human experience. But before we get into, I guess, our personal stories and what it really means to us, I just first want to briefly say or mention a few factors that I feel like stray us human beings away from being human, which are being so, I guess, the overconsumption of the internet. Mm-hmm, that can be one. Yeah, being and also being so, like, focused on career advancement and personal advancement. Mm-hmm. Also trying to fit into society's norms and, you know, the culture that we have and here in society. Facts. And also just suppressing and ignoring our feelings, which I kind of tapped into last week a little bit, but we're going to talk a little bit about that again. But those are a few things that I think that contributes to being less human. I know there's probably way more, but those are a few of the main ones that I feel like need to be talked about. Yeah, I agree. Um, Herd mentality is what I like to think of it as. Herd mentality? Like fitting in with everybody. Oh, okay, yes. Herd mentality. Uh, like you said, when we get on the internet, I don't think we understand the concept of like when they say online, it's like your attention, your focus, your everything is like really tapped in when you are actually online. You are offline in real life. Yeah, literally, I feel like it can be like a whole nother world. Yeah. Have you ever heard anybody be like, yeah, I'm, I got caught up in the Matrix, mm-hmm. which I've never seen the Matrix. I will say that. I have never seen the Matrix. Have you? No, I've never watched it. Why did you say she like you had? You said she has never seen The Matrix. Oh, well, my bad. I've never watched it either. Never seen it. But I totally understand the concept of being stuck in The Matrix. Yeah, I get that, but they said never watched the film. Never watched it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I've heard people say that. It's it's like you're stuck in a whole nother world. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think many people understand that concept. I remember being a kid when the internet was getting introduced mm-hmm. to like household, like households getting them in their Computers normal thing. and yeah. I'm not that fucking old, by the way. I know I know they sound old when I thought about it, it sounds super old, but I ain't that fucking old. It really old. don't though. But I I remember a time before Wi Fi, like you had to dial up internet. Like if somebody got a phone call at the house through the main line, like the internet would stop. That ain't happened to me. Well you it was back like I said we got it all we got Maybe y'all didn't get on with it very early, but we did. <laughs> oh, oh maybe maybe yeah, that's maybe it. <laughs> but like dial up internet was like that because it was all on one broadband. The phone company was all on one broad. Like so, you couldn't do multiple things at once on the internet. Um, and that's what I mean by just like you just had to literally get on. And when they were marketing the internet back then, it was like they would say tap into a new dimension, into a whole new world. Is that what they were saying? It was like the marketing part. You know what I mean? And the Explorer, like, you got to remember, like, that was the first thing, the Explorer page. Before people used to have Google as their homepage, like, yes. the e, like, Explorer. Safari is my homepage. Safari, yeah. That is yours Well, now. actually, no, it's Google. Safari is the internet, pre- the... Yeah, the, the, yeah. The thingy. I don't know what to call it. But, yeah, the E, was it was, like, yeah, ex- the Explorer that. page. You know Whatever what I mean? happened to them? Fuck if I know. I have no idea. But that was the first one, like explore. Like you really had to dive into a new world. And when you dive into that world, you really do like offline yourself in real life. Yeah, and it reminds me of Black Mirror. Black Mirror has a lot of episodes surrounding. Black Mirror is some shit, boy. Black Mirror is so good and this there's a new season. You love it. I love Black Mirror. Like they you had do. me like 
on some whole other shit. But this episode, not to be confused, this episode is not about downing social media. It's it's no, really I, not. No, but no. I just feel like when we're talking about how to be more human, you cannot not talk about how plugged in we are. Yes, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Kind of going back to like our own personal experience. Um because I think we all, if you, I think every human being here on this earth, most of us, we have experienced losing that connection with being a human being. Yeah. And I just want to quickly talk about our story just a little bit. For me personally, there was a period in my life, right? After, was it after I graduated college? It was, yeah, yeah. After you graduated college, a little time after that. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how deep to go. Like, where do I, where do I go? Where do I start? But I just moved to a new, we just moved to a new city. Mm-hmm. Things weren't working out specifically as we thought. You already know we have a idea, like from A to B, uh, expectations. And an expectation and things typically don't go that way. And that was the case for me. And I just went into a really bad depression um, at the time I didn't realize it was that because I'm not as well versed as far as like, well, I wasn't well versed back then when it comes to like mental health issues. You know, it was not something that was talked about, really something that I even knew existed. But I truly was depressed and I used social media, specifically YouTube. Do you consider YouTube social media? Yes, absolutely. It's a form of it. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's but it's almost that. like TV now. It was TV from the beginning. It was always your channel. It was always broadcast yourself. But it is a form of um, social media. Go on. Yes. So I use that as a, in a... I use... Why can't I talk today? You can. Thank you. I use that as a form of escapism, which I have a whole episode on escapism um, where I kind of went on... The, I see I cannot talk. Which I have a whole episode on escapism where I went more in depth on this depression. But basically, I used YouTube as a form of escapism. I wasn't happy with the life I had in front of me. And because I didn't want to deal with whatever I was dealing with during that time, I watched these YouTubers who were living who were living like luxurious lives, like taking trips with brands, had so much money, what it seemed like who were Mm -hmm. beautiful and just pretty much had everything they ever wanted. And I really wanted that so bad. So what I did was I lived through them. Like in my head, that was my life. I was experiencing those things. But the consequence of that is I wasn't dealing with the things that was happening in my real life. I lost sight of how to feel. We know when you don't deal with certain situations or certain problems, certain feelings, you don't allow yourself to feel them, they're still going to be there you, mm-hmm. if you don't ever work through them. That's kind of how I lost sight of being a human being. I disassociated myself from my experience. I forgot that I still had a life to live. I forgot that my life was very beautiful, although I wasn't Although things weren't working out specifically how I wanted them to work out. Because I feel like up until that point in my life, everything worked out almost exactly how I needed it to work out. Although you got to think about I wasn't taking many risks, though. Like I was in high school, you know, so then I went to college and I feel like high school and college 
And I, I don't want to sound, what's the word? Like I'm desensitizing my feelings to that experience because trust me, that is a challenging experience. But I feel like after that point in my life is when I, when the challenge really came. You know, when you kind of mm-hmm. got thrown out into the real world. But yeah, that's pretty much my experience with, I guess, disconnecting from my human, my spiritual self. Again, I didn't enjoy the small, simple things in my life. I didn't embrace the challenge. I didn't I didn't do any of that. I didn't feel. I wanted to suppress my feelings. I didn't want to feel. I didn't want to feel any of those things. I didn't even want to be experiencing it. So, again, I lived through these other human beings because that's essentially the life that I wanted. Okay. I love how you put that together. That had to been a pretty rough time for you because, like you said, I'm with you this entire time, so I'm I'm knowing some of these things and some of these things I'm not knowing, right? Yeah. I didn't know, you know, how deep or the depression was back then. I didn't have enough emotional intelligence, didn't know what that phrase was. Yeah. I used to call my best friend every, we had a joke, every Wednesday I would call her and cry. Did you know that? No. Jamaica, yeah, I would call her every Wednesday. Yeah, I had no idea. And um, you were, you were brave enough to get through that period, so I thank you. I was. Thank you. For even acknowledging that. Um, yeah, from your high school to your college, for, for most parts, it went A, B, C, D for us, right? Right. Not that there, no, there were no hiccups or no stress in between, but everything we said we was going to do, the plan was pretty much going accordingly, which I, I think a lot of people at that time period in their life, it's kind of simple because with high school and college, it's like you get the grade, you you pass, it's automatic. Yeah. You, you get this. But once you leave high school or college, it's not the same thing anymore. It's no. not you you see a job posting on Indeed, you fit the qualifications. It doesn't mean you're getting that job at all. Right. But in high school it would seem like, you know, you took the test, you got the A, and they gotta give you the certification, they gotta give you the degree. And also and, with like finishing high school or college. If you decide to go, it's like there's this huge pressure of needing to figure out your entire life. Yeah, a lot of times. That society, parents, whoever kind of puts on you too. That's I think that's a large part of it. Of the stress? Of the of the difference from being from transitioning to someone who is in high school then or college or going out into the real world. Cause like you said, when you think about high school in college, you take a test, you get a grade. Like it's 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 black. It's in a sense, it's black and white. Like yes. it's like I do this. I know I'm gonna get this. If I study, I know I'm gonna get a good grade. Yeah, well, if I don't, I, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Like, but once you leave, like I said college or the school realm, it's not like that anymore. Like I said you could do all the right things and still not get what you were looking for. Yeah, that's the thing about um, the quote unquote real world. I hate. I used to hate when, when adults used to say when, when you, you get, get in the, the real, real world, world, like. Like I wasn't already like, like dealing with things. Bitch, I'm here. Where like, you think I've you been? <laughs> like the fuck you think I've been at? I've been here too. But like to an extent, what they just trying to say is like nothing is guaranteed after this. Yeah. You know, I know in college you weren't guaranteed to get good, get good grades or anything like that, but you were guaranteed your diploma if you got a certain grade. You know, but in a job, you could work there fuck Twenty years and there's no guarantee of a promotion or they'll bring yeah. you up or you're gonna make more money or anything like that. Same no. thing with a business of following your dreams. Yeah. None of that. There's no 
the the point ABC thing is kind of like outdated once you get outside of college, and high school. Um, so I I do want to just you know give you your flowers for getting through that period. Thank you. For me, the disconnection from the human experience was more of a mental hurdle for me. For context, I'm a big imagination guy. I got a big imagination. It helps my creativity. helps me get everything done. But at times, it could also be harmful when I believe a man, I believe in the book that I've read, but I also believe in the phrase, as a man thinketh, he is. Okay. As a man thinketh, he is. At times, if you think you are something, I mean, that's amazing. Don't get me wrong. But it also is not a real... It's not a real thing. It's just a thought. But sometimes that thought can get so strong that it feels like it's there. Yeah. Like for a very long time. Of course, I still think I'm a, um, how do you put this? I'm the first, scared. The first phrase is like a top tier artist. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? But I wasn't putting no music out at that time. Yeah. But my thought was I was a top tier artist. That's dangerous with no actions in real life. Absolutely. I'm disconnecting from the actual experience. Definitely. So it can be a danger. And that's why during that same time period you was going through that, I was in my head about things. And I was trapped, really, up top, upstairs. Yeah. And my way to disconnect was through that and through procrastination of starting over. I'd get a tape 95% done, and then I just want to scratch the entire idea and go with something new. Mm-hmm. And this this cycle went on for a very long period, and it just resulted in no music out, no expression, really just um, treadmilling and stairmastering through every day, every week, every month, and for a little while, for a couple of years, because I, I didn't necessarily go through the social media plug-in with the rest of the world, because from... From like the age 22, almost till I was about 28, I didn't have an iPhone. I didn't have a smartphone. No, you didn't. I had a flip phone. By choice. By choice. I didn't, I did not want to be a part of the, of the plug-in. What I, was your reason though? Why didn't you? I can't remember now, but why didn't you like want a smartphone? I, I could have been scared too. I think I was just scared to put myself out there and I feel like if I mm. connected more to the nostalgic time period that that I loved, um, it had some comfort to it. That could have been it. But I can't really step back and remember the exact reason why I didn't want an iPhone. Like maybe because I thought or how I saw everybody else and how shit was happening to people on social media and things like that. I just didn't want to be a part of social media. I really didn't like it. But see, all. the thing is, before that, you were. You were on social media. I was. But then you decided to Take step, a step away. Back. But it was never like like it got heavy on me. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. I just wanted to step back. And so I did. And I did for a very long time. Do you feel like there was like some benefits to that for you? Yes and no. For us, my my like music career was it was it wasn't a benefit because social media was booming at that time. Yeah. Like it was the young part of social media, like growing. Instagram the was new like kid the Yeah, block. Instagram was sort of the new kid at that time. Um, so I don't think career-wise it helped me. I think to see how other people were being affected by social media and not being a part of it was like some type of advantage for me. Affected how in a negative way? Well, yeah, just seeing, I, I would be like, why is like why are they so tight about something that got said on the net? It's just like 
And just a comment, like, damn, yeah. like, we, we deal with harsher things in reality than yeah. that kind of shit or seeing people argue on the net that led to, like, real shit, like, yeah. happening. Because, see, when I was in college, Twitter was really popping. And Twitter was, yeah. I don't know why I thought, I haven't been on Twitter since college, and I don't know why I thought since I went on Twitter, nobody else was on Twitter. But it's Twitter still, is still, still very much popular. Still <laughs> we still fuck with it every day. Who did I think I was? I, I don't know, but, but that was my that was my disconnect from... um. The human experience, like I said, trapped in my mind and just procrastinating was just starting over and over and over was like my deadliest sin. So just being trapped in your mind and disconnected from like real life. Yeah, yeah. Basically, 20, yeah. like I said, just treadmilling everything else out. Yeah. Like I still went to work and still was a functioning person in society and my family, but not at all was I anywhere close to like even close remotely to like enjoying or experiencing what we, what I had right in front of me, which was my life. Yeah, you were living in the program. You were on autopilot. Yeah, that's it. Very simple way to put it. Yeah. And I want to give you your flowers. Oh, man. <laughs> because being trapped in your head is one of the biggest downfalls of human beings because mm -hmm. we're the only species on this planet that has the ability to think about the past, the future, in the present. Like, did yeah. you know that we're the only species that has an ability? So it really, it it can be harmful for us. Damn. And because of that, we stay in our head so, so much. But you found a way to surpass that. And I know it was like, it's a nonlinear path. So mm -hmm. I know it's like up and down. Um, but I think ultimately you definitely have passed that part of your journey. Yeah, I've definitely got a better grip on it. For sure. And I thank you. What you thanking me for? You just gave me my flowers, I thought. Say oh, thank you. oh, yeah, you do say thank you. Okay, yeah. you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I'm very polite. I don't know. <laughs> One of the ways that, that I always mention, and will always mention, is just disconnecting and engulfing myself into the real world. And I think disconnecting, unplugging, that can be like a very vague term because you can disconnect, you can unplug and not connect mm -hmm. with the real world. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just, it's really vague. Yes, disconnecting can ultimately, you can disconnect and then plug into something else that's still not the human experience. Exactly. And that's what, and back in that time period, that's what I was, once I disconnected from the world by going into my thoughts, a lot of times when I thought I was coming back into real life, I was just plugging into a different reality that still wasn't the human experience all the way. So I was like, let me get out of my head and go to work eight hours and focus right. in on that. Mm -hmm. But that's still not really focusing in on the actual human experience around me and in me that's going on. Right. Because that's the special thing in life. Like all of this technology and career advancements and like everything else that's going on in life, the luxuries or whatever, war, peace, whatever is going on, the most amazing thing throughout this entire thing is life itself. Exactly. That's the most, to me, the most mind-blowing thing is life, the universe, and how this is all played together. Mm -hmm. The experience that we have, it should be the most enjoyed and sought-after thing out here instead of everything that's, like, materialistic. Right. You know what I mean? Tangible things Tangibles, that we can touch. And, things yeah. of that nature. I think the human experience itself should be valued more. Just the fact that you can go outside and use all five senses. A blessing. Complete blessing. Yeah. That 
I, I say I think it's just overlooked, and that is the real. That's the real luxury of life, to For actually real. have, I guess, the time to experience it. Yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent. And I say this all the time because it is a part of our job. So there's a fine line between being a creator and a consumer on the app. So for me, I just really have a time that I go on there. And one of the biggest things is like, I don't want to wake up and get on my phone. Like, it's just like, I didn't give myself time to check in with myself. I didn't Mm -hmm. give myself time to be human that day. And when you do something like get on your phone and you tap in with the rest of the world, you set the tone for the rest of your of your day. I notice when I do immediately get up and get on my phone, I am on my phone all day, like by habit. I'm just going on there, clicking on there. But mm-hmm. this morning was a completely different experience. Most of my mornings are, um, and it's just it it feels more human. If I, it's like I can feel everything just a little bit more, just a little bit deeper. You know what I mean? Yeah, you smell the flowers. Exactly. A lot better. I feel that. I feel that in my soul too. I feel that is even when I disconnect and re-engage back in social media, when I have actually went through the human experiences and felt my emotions, went through my thoughts, um, been a member of my household, my community, and things mm-hmm. of that nature, my quality of plugging back into the internet is different Definitely. when I've taken care of things. Agreed. I can just plug in and kind of like. Look around and let my mind be blown mm-hmm. versus when I haven't taken care of my human experience, right, or my day-to-day task, you get on there and you be like, oh, God damn, let me get off this shit. I got to get, I, I need to get back to work. Or I, yeah. I need to, you know what I mean? You scrolling because you don't want to go through that feeling right now. You're ignoring things. You know what I mean? It can actually even affect how you enjoy social media. Yeah. And I feel like most people who don't enjoy social media is because something else is actually knocking at the door while you're scrolling. And that's their human experience. Yeah. So, and like, along with disconnecting intention, using it with intention, because you're right, when you're on there scrolling mindlessly, it is, it can be in a form of escapism, which Mm -hmm. in a sense, or like directly affects the way that you experience life. Versus when you you know I'm going on there to like find inspiration because don't yeah. get me wrong we love social media it's I do a I, very, say I fuck with it yeah it's a very inspirational place especially if you follow the right people Boy. I follow some amazing people when I get on my timeline I be inspired as fuck yes. like I I follow some amazing people even just like interacting with our community on the for the healthy health account y'all inspire me yeah. and I think that's beautiful so we not like shitting on social media it's just like don't overconsume it. Use it with intention. Mm-hmm. Learn to disconnect so you can reconnect with your human self, with yeah. your spiritual self. And enjoying the simple, simple things. Simple in life. things in life. Yes. They're very simple. That's a big one. Like enjoying outside noise. Yeah. That's such a peaceful thing. Like like you said, I think earlier you like you did the park and you just heard the cars going by. Yeah, I told you that this morning. The yeah. Wind, you know what I mean? All that. It's, Bruh. It was crazy. It was crazy. I literally, I closed my, because I was scared to close my eyes. Like, you got to think about the fact that I'm sitting here in the park. Would you, it's like, it's, yeah, is I it get a park it. or a yeah. forest? Yeah, yeah it's, it's like the city park. It's big as hell. Yeah. You know I mean? And so, like, I'm hearing squirrels, birds. I'm hearing little, you're hearing noises everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So, I was kind of scared to close my eyes. I don't know. It's like, have you ever seen a movie and like, okay, it's like, 
normal sound. The sound is normal, right? Because when my eyes are open. But then I close my eyes and just like, like it's just like I can literally you hear. You feel it better. It's insane. When, when you close your eyes, because your eyes give you so much in, input. Your eyes do. When you close them, from when I when I experienced stuff like that, we used to, when we stayed on campus, I used to try to go outside and meditate on our patio. Yep, you did. Right? And the first times I did it, it wasn't really successful at like bringing me peace because I was so worried about all the other noise and everything that was going on. And then I used to tell myself that to give it its space and like close your eyes and immerse with the noise. Just be with yeah. it. You know what I mean? The world's going on, just kind of go with it. Just yeah. be with the flow, kind of like be, be water, be with be with the wind. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what happens, kind of like when you close your eyes. Yeah, you take part of it then, and then like a whole rush of feelings come in, like yeah, of gratitude for me. Definitely, and but another thing, like when you close your eyes, so it's like we have five senses, but when you close your eyes, you now have four because you're obviously not using your sight, so it intensifies your other senses. So yes. then that's why I think too another reason, like you can feel everything so much, like at a Intensify level now. Yeah, it, it it is. It's some shit. Definitely. But like I said, enjoying the simple things in life, man. Whatever yeah. they look like for you, the things that kind of ground you, bring you back to that um, grateful Zen energy. You know what I mean? Everybody has their floating range, right? Mm -hmm. Bring you back to that. Whatever it is can bring you back to that. And it's, it's crazy in life. Usually them things are extremely cheap. Man, the best things in life are free is one of the, yeah. like, I think I would say corniest sayings, or I don't know if it's corny, but I've heard it a lot. But it's really true, like, for me, waking up and fixing us some hot lime water and yeah. reading my book, which right now I'm reading Rose Water by Live Little. It's amazing. <laughs> it's literally so good. But just small stuff like that, having a conversation with you, hugging you, being able to touch. Oh, shit. I ain't running game, you bro. You running game when they play. Being able shit, to yeah. touch you, you gonna get just, my drawers off. You ain't got to run too many games. I'm not. Me. I know I ain't gotta say shit, but <laughs> being able to touch you and just feel you and water our plants, like literally yeah. the small, simple, small shit. mundane things. If you got in life. any plants? We talking about the small things in life that feel good. You, if you have any plants, when you see that new, new bud leaf. come out, that new leaf, boy. Whew. Oh God, you feel so good, bro. So, so motherfucking good. good. Like I like literally, I'm, I see one now on our plant. It, it's such an exciting feeling. It's like because it's our little babies, it's, basically. You know, it, it is a good feeling enjoying the small things. Like I said, the best things in life are free. Kanye yes. said that in the song too. I don't remember what song it was. The song I know it from is "The Best Things in Life Are Free." What By song who? is it? Monica. Never heard that. You know the song. Mm -hmm. I can't think. I can't think of it right now. It's one of the songs that you like, though. One yeah, of the but, old Monica songs. But take joy in the simple shit, dog. Yes. Find gratitude in the small, mundane things, and you'll manifest more abundance into your life. It's a fly flying around here, and I really want to square up. Yeah, Getting on my nerves, I bro. You. I see you fucked up about him. <laughs> he not fucked up about you. He clearly. He's clearly not. Clearly not. And just speaking of feeling, which is like an essential part of this human experience, I mentioned last week that I realized that I've been suppressing my emotions and not allowing myself to feel. And again, that is, it's not just me. Society as a whole, we do that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know who told us that we couldn't feel, who told us it was bad to actually feel our emotions. I don't know. It I don't know who is the culprit. I don't, but it's, it is definitely something in society, 
especially in man culture. Yeah. Like heavy in man culture that, you know, not to feel, not to cry, you know, and things of that nature. Yes. I don't know who gave us that um, idea, though, that we can't feel. Yeah, but I think the world would be a more balanced place, a more peaceful place if y'all were able to truly acknowledge how we feel because with acknowledging how we feel we then become more self-aware and then that can kind of lead us it kind of like I think when you can like acknowledge how you feel about something that can really let you know what you want to do in life about a particular thing or just like I said in life yeah absolutely like if you get mad at an event at your job and if you can fully go through the feelings and I, I think a lot of times you know, we put a feeling like on a um, pie chart, you know, the circle divided up. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we only go through 25% of like the feeling mm-hmm. of something. I never even thought about that. We 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 angry at what happened at work. That's a simple, I'm, off, I'm sorry, I hit your leg. You're fine. But that's the simple way. 25% I'm angry at what happened at work. Well, let me dig a little deeper into why this actually made me angry. It made me angry because, you know, John... Bitch ass didn't do his part again, and I'm left with more. Okay, that is upsetting John didn't do his part, but I'm a little more riled up than this. So now you're 50% through the feeling. Why am I so riled up that he didn't do his part? Well, I don't really even enjoy being here, so putting more burden on me here makes me more angry. Now you're 75% through it. You get to that you know, last 25%, you realize like I'm angry, Really because I want to be in charge of my day and my life. And while I'm at this job, I am not. So the yeah. true feeling is like you want more independence. That's truly mm. what you're mad at. Yeah. If you shuffle through the feelings all the way, you'll get to, you know, the the true root. The root of it. That's an amazing example. I love that example. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I said, you get to the true root of it all if you go through the entire feeling. And that's what the emotion, I mean, not the emotion, the human experience is all about. Like feelings. Yes. And we're not channeling those. We're not using them to guide us in the right direction, then we ultimately like lost. I think we're also scared to feel because based on how we feel, that'll let us know what our core values truly are. Yes, yeah, Despite what my mama told me to believe, despite what Anybody. my daddy told me to believe, if I'm fucked up about something, it'll let me know what my core values yeah. truly are. Because certain things fuck people up more than other shit. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You just certain shit ticks other people off a little more, and it's like goes back to like I said, the core values of that person. Mm-hmm. Each person is different, but through the feelings, through the human experience, we'll, we'll definitely find ourselves in a certain way. Definitely, and I think a large part, an important part of you know feeling your feelings, like fucking crying, be mad. You know, if you're jealous, like whatever it is. Feel that shit, but let that shit go. Yes. Detach yourself from that feeling because if you don't, you'll find yourself acting off emotions and doing silly ass shit that you shouldn't be doing. Allow your emotions to guide you in a positive mm-hmm. direction, in a positive route that'll, you know, a route that's gonna fuel you and allow you to live a rich life that you're meant to live. Yeah, absolutely. And I say going, I say going through it, it all is like detaching. Like I said, you mad at John? Detach from the situation at work. What is this really about? Yeah. It's like, detach from John, who everybody in the office hates. Mm-hmm. You know, detach from him, and you will really find what really got you going. Like you said, once you once you lose the desperation with it, the, the, the attachment to it, you can really breathe a lot freer 
and think about it and feel it in such more of an open way. Yes. So, but when you deeply attach to something, it's hard for you to even be moved on that. You know what I mean? It's hard for you to change that, make adjustments to that. Mm -hmm. You're so attached to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to let go. And that can be attachment to people, places. Yes, I was just going to say that. Yes. You know what I mean? It can be- Material things. Material, you know, success, tangible things, whatever. Yeah. Detach from it and you can move so much freer. I think as human beings, we do, we hold a lot of, like we're just attached to so many things, even experiences or like expectations. Mm -hmm. We can like want things to work out in a certain way and we become so attached to the scenario or the, the expectations that yes. we have in our head. And when shit don't go that way, it gets really crazy. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I have to tell myself that and you know, make sure I'm aligning with what we speak about. I have to detach. I have detached from winning and losing in life, mm -hmm. right? I'm no longer attached to if it's if it's an L for me or if it's a win for me. I'm more aligning with giving myself the opportunity and being prepared each time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Fuck the promotion. You know, fuck if I make it with this, fuck if I make it with that. If I'm consistent, something will happen. I'm mm -hmm. detached from the results of whatever it is. I'm more intrigued with the processes that I use to get there. Yeah. And I think that's a much freer process. Like, it's a much freer thing. I feel different. I love that. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that promotion. I'm just going to work hard and put my passion to this because this is what I love to do. Yeah. Agreed. You know what I mean? And fuck it. And voila, the promotion falls in your lap when you let go of it. Exactly. Honestly, with everything, when you, I'm read, I'm rereading, re-listening to um, Becoming Supernatural, and he talked about, the author talked about where he had this experience when he was meditating, and then he was just so desperate once he meditated again to create that same experience, mm. and he couldn't get that experience again. But then when he realized, like, I got to detach myself from that shit, and I'm going to just sit down, and I'm going to just be like, he was just like, whatever happens, happens. And then he tapped into an even Deep, richer, yeah, deeper yeah. experience. So we definitely do have to detach, which it's a process, but it's doable. Mm -hmm. It's totally doable. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, like you said, a process. You know, the basic feeling something gives you, you know, give that a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. I think the problem is we give that too much time. We stay angry at the... We stay angry at John way too long. Yeah. And we and the longer we stay angry at him, the more we're attached to that situation. But once we yes. let once Ooh. we detach from it, you know what I mean? We I said we can think about it in a different way. We can move different. And that's another thing. When we attach so deeply to things, it becomes our identity. Yeah. And when that shit's your identity, you definitely ain't letting go of it. Hey, like, no, you know, cause, cause now it's not just John, it's Stuart too. The bitch ass dude mm -hmm. next to him. Like, we not even let Stuart do it. So even even Stuart ain't never done it, we're going to be on his ass like that. Because yeah. now it's starting to become your identity to get on people's ass when they yeah. do shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Detach from the situation and then you can clearly think about it. Definitely. And with completing the entire process, you know, letting the situation happen, feeling those basic feelings, then detaching so you can really go through the entire process with an open mind and heart. Once... All that is taken in. You fully went through your emotions of it. You can then see how you want to impact everything around you, the world, the people, mm -hmm. culture, whatever you're involved in, how you want to impact it. Um, I ultimately believe that not you give, you get what you give, but 
you know, type. I'm trying. Like, I'm, I'm letting go to my head. <laughs> yeah, okay. You get what you give. Yeah, I did not like you get what you give, but what you give, you can feel. Yes. You know what I mean? Like when you give to the world, when you give to your community, you feel community. You feel it. You feel mm -hmm, unity. Mm -hmm. You feel these things. You don't get community. Like you don't receive. You donate, you know what I mean, and you give your time to nonprofits, charities, or just shit in your neighborhood. You're not looking for nothing in return, but the feeling of you know unity and and actually having an impact in this world. Like me and Ree, um, are finna like try to do something for our little community. So our little community cooler because we got a lot of little yeah. kids outside our apartment complex. They play all the time. Hot as hell outside. Mm -hmm. like they be outside. They be outside. Outside, outside. And I like it. You know what I mean? They not on whatever. They be outside, you know, having a ball. But a lot of times they be hot and sweaty. You know? I'm like, damn, let me get them a cooler and put some ice cream or something, whatever in it. You know what I mean? Just yeah. for them. You know what I mean? Little shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because ultimately I just want, I want other people to give. And yeah. I want the feeling of giving to go around. Yes. I love know? that. And I want to be somebody who pushes that. Yeah, agreed. And I think even on a... I guess a larger scale, I feel like a lot of us human beings, we always want to know what we can get out of something. Yeah. Like we talked about a few episodes ago, we we have had relationships that seem super transactional. Yeah. Like, you know, if you do something for somebody, it's almost like, what's in it for me? What do yeah, I yeah. get out of this? You know what you I'm scratch saying? scratch my back, I scratch your Yeah, way. exactly. You don't necessarily always have to get something. When you give something, let's mm -hmm. give to give, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it doesn't always have to be a tangible thing. I feel like this podcast, this is us giving. Yeah. This is my dharma. This is your music is your dharma. And when I, I know what dharma is, I was just about to get into it. Okay. Seven spiritual know. laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Treat me. Yeah. Seven spiritual laws of success. Dharma is just using your specific gift, your talent to share with the world, to impact okay. the world. And in return, you receive abundance just by being yourself, just by spreading your gift with the world. And people may look at me crazy. Like, even I thought, I'm like, I'm just on here talking, but that's a gift. Yeah. Uh, everybody can't do that. Everybody can't get on here and be vulnerable. And I used to downplay the fuck out that shit, but it's, it's true. Not everybody can do that. And I'm blessed that I have realized what my dharma is and that I realize how I want to impact the world. And in return... I receive abundance in every way possible, you know, mm -hmm. financial, I was going to say physical, what is physical <laughs> abundance, financial, you know, spiritual abundance, health, like, you know, abundance isn't just like money, it's literally all good things. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's, that's literally, that's what I had to say. Uh, I, I dig that. Like you say, I, I'm glad I asked you what Dharma was. That's, that's pretty hard. Yeah. Deepak Chopper, Deepak, he the goat. My cousin. Get out of here. <laughs> that man is not your cousin. The biggest thing that I think people don't realize is that regardless of what you do for them physically, right? I know last week I talked about my mom. My mom is a great provider. Like, she literally will give her last, right? Mm -hmm. Those aren't the things that you remember. You remember no, how really. people made you feel. Yeah. That's And I just wanted to end that on that. Like, people remember most how you made them feel. Yeah, versus what you actually did. Yeah. That, that is facts. Feelings stay with us a lot. Well, cause feelings are ultimately goes goes back to like the root of who we are, like yeah. our true um, personality or who we want to be. Is where it's like you have something attached to it. That's why that situation 
you can't let go of that feeling. You will always be able. There are certain things that happened in my life, like they happened years ago. But if I think about them, that feeling comes back like yes. yesterday. Yes, like yeah, that's so true. Like even with my grandma, my grandma didn't have a lot, you know, in her last years of life. But that woman has such an impact on me that I don't think she even realized. Like I can remember, like right now how this woman made me feel. Like, it's in my heart. It's in yeah. my spirit. You just, you don't forget how people made you feel. Yeah, them grandmas do something, bro. They do. I don't know what it is. I love my little granny. Me too. She do anything for me. I say, give me my last ring. She give me her last or whatever. I don't know what it is. Them grandmas, they some, they some y'all some cold. They're angels. Along with impact, human connection and interaction, I think is one of the most slept on things ever and I really realize it now when I I guess am fully engulfed in like entrepreneurship because mm -hmm. you know going to a job you get to, I, I miss my work friends I yeah. miss having conversations with like my friends I just really miss the human connection and yeah. interaction yeah. literally we were in Memphis was that Tuesday days, yeah, and ago. we were at Flame Ramen and this man, this random man was talking to me and Aubrey about, you know, the food and like the spice level. And I just love, I really enjoy having conversations with strangers. Yeah. It's amazing. You already know everywhere I go in this little talking town that we live in, I talk to people. We talking, bro. And it's so funny because I be like, oh, I don't like people, but I think I really do like people. Yeah, you fuck with people. And I, yeah, I do. And I, I love talking to people about literally nothing if even when i go to like the grocery store i'd be like have you tried this before is this good like human connection is so slept on and it's very apparent when it comes to living a full and rich life those who have tons of human connection and interaction live a longer life like there are statistics there are studies yeah. that show those who have a ton of human interaction and connection and i mean good positive mm -hmm. rich interaction and yeah. connection they live a longer life a happier life and i think that just speaks volumes yeah human interaction definitely is uh it's pretty fucking lit like even as simple as like when you walk past somebody in the store and y'all like see each other y'all say hi or do mm -hmm. the little hi or or it's black guys we we Give each up? other the head up, nod. Bro? Don't got to know you. What's up, bro? What's good, bro? Like, even that. Because without the human interaction, when you, like, somewhere and somebody, like, y'all, like, walking past each other and y'all just move around each other. It's so, so awkward. awkward. So awkward. Bro, we literally have neighbors that do that, and it's just so awkward. Yeah, it's very awkward. It's, very, it's so awkward when, like, <laughs> it's obvious we see each other because we've made room for each other. Yeah. But we won't speak. It's very awkward when humans don't interact. But you know what? One of our... Our neighbors uh, on the other end did that when we first moved here. And I just started saying, hey, girl. And now yeah. we speak to each other every time. We're like, yeah, hey, yeah, girl. Yeah. I said the tone. I was like, no, man, we're going to we're gonna interact. We are going to say hi. <laughs> yeah, this is yes. going to happen. This will be it. This We're going we're gonna to speak. Um, but, yeah, like, don't sleep on human interaction. And that could be on and offline. I think that's why I cherish this community a lot, too, because I know I just feel like People kind of shit on making friends online. Like, it's weird. No, it's especially weird. people from, like, our, I guess, millennials who, especially, like, I guess from around the way, like, from yeah, where yeah, we're from. Just, yeah, people just, yeah. But I've made friends online, and I'm going to visit one of my friends next month yeah. in California. Shout out to home, girl. Yeah, but, and, and I'm, we've 
so it started online and we just we FaceTime and it was just like this deep connection between us. Mm-hmm. And we've been talking for years. But yeah, like don't sleep on making friends online. Don't sleep on even if you find a community or a cu- or a culture, anything like I that. I just say cult. Not a cult. Fuck it. You wanna join that cult? <laughs> Fuck it. I honestly I don't I really haven't wrapped my mind on what a cult is. I don't think a cult is it bad. Is it all? Well, I feel like examples of cults it be bad. be bad. I never saw like a good example of a cult. Yeah. Whenever they say about a group, whenever they call yeah. them a cult, they usually like sacrifice things and it's yeah not good. Yeah, yeah, you not know. some good shit. So, but yeah, don't sleep on human interaction on or offline. But be safe though when you online. Be safe. Yeah, be safe. Be safe regardless, cause yeah, yeah, people can be weird. But yeah, verify they use what they say they use. Though. Yeah, but don't. yeah, don't sleep because like I said the the community that you're born in may not be the one that's best fit for you. So mm-hmm. you want so be be thankful you in a time period where the internet exists where we can connect and find each other. Before, like you and your homegirl and her would have never been able to connect. You know, nah. 30, 40 years ago, y'all would have just been ideas of a friend. Facts and honestly. Without the internet, I don't know if I would have been able to been able to actually find my people. And when yeah. you actually find your people, that gives you the confidence to truly be yourself. Yeah, absolutely. When you find people who embrace you for who you truly are and like just the small things that make you you, that gives you the confidence to be who you truly fucking are in this world. Yeah, because like I said, your, your community may not be full of nobody else like you. Facts. Your state, your city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We in, and we mean your physical location. Yeah, your physical yeah. We in Arkansas. I'm from. I'm in a city where you don't really see a lot of people trying to be like independent, like rappers. Like you don't see Facts. that kind of shit here. Like when we be out, like shooting my videos or a video, we got the camera with us, bro. They be look. They, they be like, be like breaking necks. Got the wreck. Folks have to swear they call like to look and see, but yeah, like because they they don't see things like that. But if I go to Brooklyn, New York, and post up to like make a rap video, it's like a no fucking normal notice. thing. Yeah, like it's like. It ain't it shit. Happens. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They see it every day. You know what I mean? But like I said, in certain cultures, in some places, like you just, there's no you there. So like, nah, fuck that. Use the internet to find people. Facts. And the last thing you want to mention, which I realized this from reading Tuesday with, Tuesdays with Maury, is create your own culture. I think we've been doing this, but I didn't. I really hadn't been able to put it into words. Um, there's a quote from the book. He's saying that he's telling the narrator, the society and culture that we live in does not make you feel very good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have to be strong enough to say that if the culture doesn't work for me, I'm not going to buy it. And then you create your own. And even like the main character, Maury, he he literally. Well, yeah, he's the main character, but he literally created his own culture. He would go to this I think it was a church and just he would dance on certain days. He <laughs> lectured and like he just really had a rich life and he didn't give a fuck really about the outside world or society or how people perceived him because he created his own little culture that made him happy that he felt accepted and just could really be himself in. Yeah, you got to embody a whole culture. I think it starts within. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like you said the results of what comes from out you will stand like will become your life. Yeah. But it definitely starts within, um, with me, I'm like in a culture shift right now, detaching myself from wins, losses, um, like achievements, numbers, like anything like that. I'm trying to find a true achievement and just trying and giving yourself the opportunity every day. Facts, yeah. Giving you all. That's really what it's about. When you think of people who are 
um, I guess in business, like millionaires, where they are, you know, uh, Fortune 500 companies or whatever, athletes, champions. It's really a lot of people who kept giving themselves chances to win. Yeah. That's what it's more about than the actual, like, process of just, like, doing it just to win a championship or mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot of guys have lost. LeBron's lost in the finals a lot of times, and people clown him for how many times he lost in the finals. But fuck, what would you... Would you rather him lose in the first round? No, fuck that. I'm going to give myself the opportunity, you know what I mean, to go all the way there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the, that's the shit I'm on now. Just make sure every day my culture and my actions reside and give me an opportunity to be where I want to be. I love that. And I love that you talked about creating a culture within. Mm-hmm. That's very important because you do have to have a great environment inside like within yeah. you in order to manifest a good environment or culture in real Around life you, yeah. yeah like that's very important because even a negative person in a positive you know environment he's gonna matter. find he's gonna find bullshit to talk yes. about he's gonna find some shit like so it starts within like the culture is in you first yeah so absolutely once you adapt or find your culture based off your true like identity Oh, you you've unlocked something great within you. Definitely. And it, it's like once you've really created your own culture within and also around you, what's going on in the outside world, the way somebody perceives you or what somebody got to say about you, it really don't matter. Mm-mm. It does not matter. No, not at all. And I think ultimately that's like one of the highest forms of inner peace. When you really just don't give a fuck what... Nobody thinks about you. And I'm almost there. Almost there. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I just, I feel like that's one of the highest forms. And, like, customizing your life is, like, part of the human experience. Like, the best thing you can do. Like, once you start to customize it, you really, like, embrace your human experience specifically for you. And, mm-hmm. like, can enjoy it the way you like to enjoy it. Yes. And, and that's just a feeling you can't, money can't buy. That kind of feeling. Nah, nah. Money cannot at all. So work on the inner culture that is you. Work on um, them inner thoughts. It's a, that's a good place to start. Them inner thoughts. Yes. You know what I mean? Conditioning yourself to think a certain way is, is part of the culture. Then, you know, from thought, you know what I mean? Action. You know yeah. I mean? Application. So mm-hmm. the culture is actually starting to, you know, be something that you could damn near feel. You hear me? And just thinking about when you said that's just something money can't buy, that's so true because... We think about, I think sometimes we think about wealth and we equate that to like happiness or peace or whatever the case may be. And it's just, and it's not always true. Like if you don't have the culture within you, I I don't want to use perfection. The word perfected because I just don't like the word perfect. But if you don't have it, if you ain't if you, you ain't, ain't right within, you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. You ain't developing. Nothing else matters. Like it doesn't. With that being said, we want to leave y'all with some questions to think about for, mm-hmm. I guess for us to think about, but also for them to think about. Yeah, for sure. Have you found someone to share your heart with? Mm. Have you? No. Yeah, I have. I no? got I got a couple people I share my heart with. Mm-hmm. Are you giving to your community? Mm. Are you at peace with yourself? And are you being as human as you possibly can be? Mm. I'm good. Yeah. So I just, know. 
take a look. I know. I know. I mean, I can't take credit for it. No, yeah, I, I get it. But no, just take uh, take a moment. You know what I mean? And with those questions, really cycle through. Yeah. And see how they make you feel and what's the answer. Absolutely. But on that note, we are so happy, grateful that you guys allowed us into your space. Um, thank you for spending time with us. We're sending you so much love, so much peace, and everything you need in this moment. Bye. Peace.